Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster sampler that includes all the meat and four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans. Yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family BBQ.com for more info. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brent Vesley's here. Big Dick Toledo. Off we go. Uh, and it is just it's a, a good buzz going on. Let me start today the by fever. saying. Let me start today by saying. It's hard to say this on the radio. Oh. Facundo, Campazzo. Facundo Campazzo. He's that guy for the. He's such a nugget. He's a nugget. He's going to be the easiest guy in the world to hate. Facundo Campazzo. He's Argentinian, and he'll drive you bananas. But that face of his looks like that rec league basketball player that always. Fouled you and then said, hey, no foul, no foul, and he'd run the other way. Like, who is this guy? Kind of like Ginobili back in oh, the day. Oh, he's Ginobili, all right. He's Manu Jr., only he's nowhere near as good, but Facundo Campazzo. It's just a name you, like, you hate his, I hate him. Oh, I hate him already, Brady. The Joker's hard to hate. It's hard, as a, as a, uh, a middle-aged doughy white guy, it's tough to look at a doughy white guy and go, I hate that. There's just something about relating to the big doughy white guy. But it was fun. Last night was great. I mean, there it was. The Suns just crushed the the Nuggets in the end of the third and fourth period and just killed it. Nice job. Mikel Bridges, he, he's the key to this whole series to me because uh, he's got the matchup that matters most. And then Jay Crowder's hitting shots and four guys scoring over 20 points. Jay Crowder's in the teens and they're just distributing and they look fast and they look good. Totally different series than the Lakers because both teams want to run and shoot. And uh, it's going to be great. And if and if uh, I say it, Brady, who was the one who said it? What four years ago, three years ago, when the battle for the Suns to take the number one pick was between uh, Aiton and Luka Doncic? And I said, never, ever, 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 ever. You may be wrong, but never, ever pass up a seven foot black guy for a white kid. <laughs> ever. If you're if you the first pick in the NFL draft, never ever say seven foot black guy, white European boy. Take the black guy, and then you know what? Nobody's going to blame you. And for a couple years, it started to look like, uh-oh, Luca's this generational talent. He's 22. He might be the best player at his age that's ever played the game. And you're like, we might be. But look now, DeAndre Ayton is a uh, second round. He's coming around. Where's Luca? He's at home watching. Which, okay, he paid off. Seven-foot black guy. If you were 
just picking teams in a rec league. You wouldn't take Facundo Capazzo. You would take the seven. I'll take seven foot black guy first, even if he's like got an eye patch. You come with me. You're, you're going to be on my team. I have an eye patch. The I guy have. can flop better than anyone else. Look, I mean, uh, the scouts were looking at him like I have. Uh, nobody flops better than a European Brady. Please, nobody. But uh, I have an eye patch, a pink eye, and uh, one missing finger. You're still seven feet. You're still black guy. You're on my team. <laughs> this is basketball. I'm not stupid. It's like boxing. You got a black guy. And a white guy, and you get to pick which one. I don't know either of these guys, but odds are white guy's going to be pretty bloody. Black guys tend not to bleed in the ring. It's easy. You call it racism or whatever you want to call it. I'm right. I'll take Rocky Marciano, but. You would take Rocky Marciano because he had the backing of the mob. <laughs> Without the mob, well, Rocky, you know. Rocky Marciano is Facundo Capazzo. <laughs> you don't have anything but Facundo Capazzo <laughs> in your pockets if you're picking Rocky and no mob. <laughs> Yeah, we own all the weight divisions. We're Italian. Of course, we're the toughest guys on the planet. How did this happen? I don't know. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, Rocky Marciano is 49 and 0. He's the greatest fighter ever. You know it. Don't debate it. I don't know about any of this. It's a national treasure. And the mob's like, we don't want to be part of uh, Las Vegas or the gambling rings of boxing anymore. Oh! <laughs> Suddenly, it's dominated by the thing the mob hates the most. I'm going to retire. Black guys. <laughs> Hey, we're going to quit this. Sorry, Rocco, you might want to quit because we're getting out of the game. Uh, but to their credit, uh, the Italians ran boxing where it was the most uh, internationally beautiful sport going. It was a good experience Vegas, for a while. It was, it, was, uh, it was beyond Vegas. It was New York City. It was, it was Germany. I mean, nothing was bigger than boxing in the, the 30s, 40s, 50s. It was the biggest sport in the United States. Still to this day, I think the number one thing ever listened to on the radio I think this still holds up as Max Schmeling, Joe Lewis. I think it was the, the number one radio event ever. Look that up. I think right. it still holds because wow. it was worldwide. The most listened to thing on the radio. And it's also, you know, a little pre-TV, so it was kind of different. But that's huge. That's at 5.50 a.m. Yeah. Pat McMahon called the fight. I don't think you knew that. <laughs> we had a great fight tonight between the Brown Bomber and the German Kraut Pig. Max Schmeling. It's going to be great. The Fear is here. Good friends with him. Yeah, McMahon was there. Everybody. Uh, Arizona greats. But yeah, so last night was awesome. I went to the game, Brady. I ended up uh, going to the game. Uh, the first few minutes I'm there, somebody points out, hey, there's Guy Fieri. And I'm like, I have to go. So I went home. I watched it at home because I won't sit in a room with Guy Fieri. Come on. I won't do it. So I was down there. I had my seats. We were third row. I turned to Hopkins, and I'm like, did you see that? And he goes, yeah, it's Guy Fieri. There he is. I'm like, yeah, I got to go. Is he a Nugs fan? Uh, no, he's a Nug, Brady. He's a Nugget himself. <laughs> I don't know what he is. He's a fan of of something. If, well, let's see. Are the Nuggets uh, simple, easy to figure out, um, kind of talentless? Yeah, so maybe he is a Nugs fan because he fits right in with that. Hey, Guy, if you're listening, I f- hate you. So I left last night because uh, I was there. I'm like, we pre-gamed. We had the party and everything else. I got in the, the arena, and I'm like, I got to go. I can't be in a room with this guy. <laughs> there he is. And So I left. I went home. I watched the game from my com- well, comfort of my couch. That's sad. Is it? Yeah. Well, you know what? I gave the ticket to a kid. He was a cripple. Oh, that's better. And I said, uh, I said, give it back real quick. And he goes, what's the problem? I get to sit at the Suns game? And I said, let me see that ticket real quick. And I tore it up. I'm like, you are better than being in a room with Guy Fieri. Oh, so, okay. And, he's, and then he goes, thank you so much for ever saving me from being in a room with that prick loser. And I'm like, you're a better cook 
And you have no arms. Poor Alec. <laughs> yeah, I thought so maybe he, he came into him and, and he came back out. Same reason. Oh, no, no, kid, no, no. I said, you're smarter, you're faster, you're better than him. I can eat hamburgers and love them too. I'm like, that's his only talent, is eating food and telling people he likes it. That's what he does for a living. Somehow or another, Fat America gave him $80 million to keep eating. And hopefully he's... His diabetes and he's his... putting pretzels on the cheesecake. Just, just yeah, just keep shoving raisins on food <laughs> that doesn't need raisins, and that's evidently talent in this world. So I think Logan Paul is he's famous for being famous. Charo is more talented than Guy Fieri. Gucci Gucci. Yeah, exactly. And that's all she did. <laughs> at least she had cans we could look at. But yeah, there's Guy Fieri, and I got uh, all these people firing over, and I'm like, God, I thought Facundo Campazzo would be the guy I hate the most here, but there's a guy. Ugh. He can't start going to games. It's going to ruin everything. I got that pregame apartment downtown to play in and all that stuff. You got to have them over. No. Well, if I did, <laughs> you know yeah. what's fun about that place is that a window opens and it's a few floors up. I would, I would be tempted to throw him out and then have Brett in the room and go, hey, he's the one who's probably done it. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty new here. But yeah, well, what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. It was a fun game. Man, maybe I could uh, talk to your family, <laughs> get rid of some Gifiati. They don't like Guy Fieri. If no, you guys nobody like, does. Well, I mean, there are people, and I don't understand it, but like true Italians can't like Guy Fieri. No. That guy, I mean, you're making... They go for Giada. Maybe Gamma Ding Dong does. Giada, yeah, maybe, Dillon. maybe. One of those... One of his friends. Inauthentic Italians yeah. that you talk about. But yeah, anyway, the game last night was phenomenal and uh, just fantastic. You know what's great? I've, uh, I've had a couple of friends over the past, I don't know, a couple of years that I've kind of not talked to a lot because they can't not relate everything back to politics. They can't, you know, you got a couple Still people, caught up in that? just not even caught up. Just, yes, caught up, but in a way that just, it's their lives. It's like you can't not have a conversation with, oh, it's goddamn Biden or Trump did this and that. And it's like, oh, how, how did you tie? Sports, unencumbered by politics, takes us all away from, nobody's talking about the nonsense. Nobody's talking about, you know, uh, in, you know, insurgents or QAnon or anything else, where all the whole city is kind of this united thing about, yeah, the Suns are doing great. It's so great socially to not have those weights and weirdo moments of like, okay, be careful talking to this guy because, you know, it'll set him off if you say something. He's a little woke. I don't know what's going on. It just kind of goes away. It's just kind of the end of, of the crap. And so I was having a nice conversation with somebody I haven't talked to in a while because they're so liberally insane that you can't have a conversation with them without them saying, it's good you're white. You're white guilt. And I'm like, you're white too. I'm like, why are we ha- – we were talking about food two seconds ago. We were talking about restaurants. Well, I won't go there anymore. I'm like, oh, for God's sakes. Everything's political. Nope. Last night was all about uh, scoring, uh, you know, who's the key to the game. And I even said at the end, I'm like, dude, this is the best conversation we've had in a long time because you haven't mentioned politics. I know. I got a little carried away there for a few years. Good on you. And not once. And that he did joke later. He goes, well, if Biden wasn't president, the sons wouldn't have like, made the there joke. But it was funny. But yeah, so it just kind of was that uh, it's a uniting quality. Sports is not, like we said last year, we thought maybe they're not as important as they think they are. I have to wonder if basketball got that message. Because they had the bubble last year. Uh, it was during the election, obviously. Things were definitely tense. Uh, racial stuff going on. There's riots in the streets. And they're down there in Florida playing in the bubble and they've got the black lives matter on the court and they've got all the messages on their jerseys 
and nobody watched. Not a soul watched. Took a hit. It was down 60% in ratings. And I have to wonder if basketball got the message and said, we get it. We'll still have our moments, but we can do it on Twitter. We can do it somewhere else. We don't need to flood you guys with this. We, we can be active without being shoving it down your throat. Oh, they got the message. I think they got it. Because last night I'm like, you know, you can still have your, your moment. You can write something on your shoes. But it doesn't have to be this big, you know, gigantic showing. And last year they did it, and they were resoundly pushed back. There was nobody watching basketball. And unfortunately... For people who like the game, it was probably the most fun series we've had in years. There were two or three of them last year. It's like, this is hands down the best seven-game series of two teams I don't care about. Uh, and the Jazz and the Nuggets were ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It would be legendary basketball had it been any other time. But, you know, say your name, you know, liberate, unity, this and that. And all through that whole thing, uh, that one Harold guy calls uh, Luka Doncic or somebody uh, – punk ass white boy in the whole deal and then you got that so now you're now you're stepping in landmines and you're not having any fun last night was the opposite last night was the first time i think we've all felt like that in a long time where you have this united front now you don't even have to like the suns you can be a nuggets fan you can be a fan of somebody else you can be a lakers fan and hate the suns for knocking you out but you're still not talking about the the stuff i'm at the uh the stage that i'm happy that at least there's a good vibe in the uh City. That's well, that's why, though. I but, mean, we're but, not dividing on stupid crap. Correct, but I, you know, like it is what it is. I haven't, I haven't quite got the. Uh, the you don't have to there, get it only because it's just taken a little time to uh, adjust. You don't have to have years. it. You don't yeah. even have to like basketball. You don't have to watch this. Yeah, but it is keeping people, for the most part, from wandering around. Going, did you see the thing about the Congress passed this? Or, uh, things we don't know anything about deep down, but we're all fired up over. There's goddamn like my mom. Every time I talk to her, she wants to talk about the border. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Now it's the Suns. It's different. It just for even just if it's fleeting, even if it's just for a little while. How fantastic is that? I can have conversations with friends that I that I've kind of avoided because I'm like, this guy's way over the top with everything. And I got him on both sides. Because for some reason that's the tough thing about being the guy who doesn't side with anybody. Like I don't like either party. They think each side thinks I'm on their side. And they'll freely, openly say, ah, it's garbage, these right-wing lunatics or these left liberal nutballs. I'm like, yeah, you're talking about this, the, the both things that I can't stand to the extremes, and you're acting like them. Last night, there's a guy. Just keep printing money. Making jokes about Facundo <laughs> Compazzo with me. What a nugget that guy is. Nugget. They're here for another game. Wednesday should be different. Because you, uh, you don't push Facundo Compazzo around a whole bunch. I think the Suns, if they do what they did last night, can walk out of this thing in five games. That's a, that is a they you, took over in the third quarter. You're simply just... not stopping the Suns if they're shooting like that, and they've got four guys scoring over 20 points. I don't care how good the MVP is if Joker is if Joker's the guy, and they got some shooters, they got a team that can play. 
But if the, if the Suns play that soundly, that there's that's that last night was an unbeatable team. I don't care who they're playing, even Brooklyn, who I think is going to run away with this. They had a fifty point lead on the Bucks yesterday at one point. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that no. in basketball, especially in the playoffs. But uh, I don't think I think that's the only team you can look at and go. I don't know that the best effort the Suns put forth can beat the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not sure anybody can. But uh, as far as getting there, you play like that, that's an unbeatable team. I don't care who you put in front of you. That's That team doesn't lose. Last night's team does not lose the way they played. And they can do that. That's why they've been the second-best team in the league all year. Utah's a good matchup. But we'll see Denver game two Wednesday night. And uh keeps just smiling. keeps everybody kind of kind of lifts us up out of that whole mess. And then first thing Burke tells me this morning, you know, California is going to hang on to their, you know, COVID restrictions all the way through like middle of June. Well, yeah, because I guess I guess Newsom was supposed to release release them. Uh, I guess would be the way to say it on June fifteenth. Yeah, and now he's in the news saying, eh, "Yeah, I don't think we're going to do that. Going to keep going. I'm gonna hang with on with lockdowns." And I'm telling you, that's what I'm happy we got the Suns going for. Yeah, because I don't have to sit and listen to people screaming about Gavin Newsom in a state that doesn't matter. It's still awful, but yeah. So we've got you know the COVID thing's kind of gone. We don't seem to care. Last night was a packed house. That was awesome. Hearing the crowd going, that was incredible. And uh, and then you got this, the neighbors to our to our west still locked down. It's like it's great to be here. It's just a good time to be in Arizona. It's a little hot, but it's a good time to be here. We're in paradise. I think California. I think California's done with it more than we are because they've been on lockdown yeah. for so long. Well, when I heard you say that, my my head kind of rattled. And then I heard change and ching 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 because all those Californians summer. are all yeah, moving over summer, here. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. coming over here. They're that's it. If you close that thing down for another month, let alone the uh, tourism part of it, forget it. It's all of Phoenix. A lot, a chunk of Phoenix always goes over to right yeah. for the summer. Oh yeah, and Absolutely. you can still do that. You're just going to have restrictions. But yeah. right now, I, the, the for sale signs are going up, and our houses just became more valuable. I got no problem with that. It's going to be hard to ever buy a house here again. But yeah, if you're not in now, oh, you're, if you're not in, in now, trouble. You should get in like immediately because yeah. you got another year before these. All these uh, nuggets come rolling in here from California. God, I love that word. It just sounds like a, such an insult. Anyway, sons and uh, nuggets and Facundo Campazzo. Oh, careful. <laughs> I know. It sounds yeah. terrible. That's the guy's name. At least that's how I think you say it. F-A-C-U-N-D-O. Facundo Campazzo. Am I wrong? No, we'll go with that. Yeah, I think that's what his name is. It's not my fault. It's like, uh, you know, being a Shih Tzu dog. You have to say that a special way on the radio because otherwise it sounds filthy, but that's the name of the dog. Shih Tzu. What am I supposed to do about it? I didn't name it. Some Frenchman did, I think. I don't know. Or Austrian. It's not my deal. Same with this guy, but the Argentine. And last night, uh, uh, Shaq was great because he doesn't know. He's like, uh, is trouble. Uh, he's from Argentina. And they, they, he got lit up last night because he said Argentinian. He goes, no, that's what I'm Argentinian. He's like, and then he tried to say, that's what black people don't say it that way. And Charles was, don't do that. Just don't say that black people say it different than you. Now, here's the thing about that. Black people don't talk about Argentina. <laughs> well, that ain't true. That was great. That show's the best show on TV, too. So, uh, yeah, the whole city's kind of feeling a nice buzz, united. Whether or not you're a fan of the game or not, just appreciate that that guy next to you that used to bitch and cry about the shaman – over there at the uh, Capitol, wasn't doing anything wrong, man. It's like that guy is finally going to shut up for a little bit and talk about something else. Maybe you're not interested in, but it's innocuous. It's Mikel Bridges scoring 23, 24 points. That's, that's what we used to be. 
shallow surface conversations with coworkers that never turned into arguments or bitch festivals. And I prefer, I prefer this much more. Sports can unite us, and uh, good for the NBA for recognizing that. Now, if the NFL could only do it, and just get off their high horse like they're going to solve the world's problems. Oh, I think people are excited. For the NFL? I think yeah. finally they are, but I think the NFL has to. Because you can go to games now. But they have to recognize the same thing, and they kind of did last year, is to get off their high horse and stop acting like not only do we entertain you through trouble, we fix it. That's why people started hating LeBron James more than just the basketball players because he was not just a player, social warrior that was telling you how he was going to fix things. And how he was going, and that's why everybody's nobody looks at uh, LeBron James and says, "Yeah, he's a bad basketball player." But they get tired of him saying, "Well, if you're Mister Human Rights, then stop going to China." Every why would you ever know that about your favorite basketball player? That you know politically he's got ties to China, and then he's got all these this right civil rights and human rights and all the arguments over here. It's like shut shut your mouth, play the game, or or be consistent. At least don't you know have played both sides of it for money and then tell me I'm doing it wrong, jackass. You would think you would have learned from watching Kaepernick and what he got in in response. The only thing I give Kaepernick is that he stuck to it as Absolutely, far as as, yeah. far as like, all right, fine. He tried to get back in, and the day they gave him an audition to get back in with the team, he wore that terrible shirt, that Kunta Kinte shirt. And you're like, all right, he's locked down. He's all in. He is all, in, all in on telling you guys to F yourselves. Got to respect that a little bit. You know, uh, it was uh, good to see yesterday, I think J.J. Watt posted something. He went golfing the other yeah. morning and with a rookie. And he said, uh, tea time's early in the morning, bring breakfast. Yeah. Rookie didn't bring breakfast. Killed him. So he made him roll the fairway. Oh, nice. It. He had to roll down the fairway, and then afterwards got him breakfast, and then um, D-Hop sends over and says, I'd like breakfast too. So he made the rookie do You got to go breakfast. get him breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did he but roll you would get all those, 18 holes? He rolled. He made him roll one fairway. Oh, okay. Basically. Well, that's fair. Yeah, because it took it took a while. Look, to that do happens, it. rookie or otherwise. If dude is supposed to bring breakfast, doesn't. But now you're not supposed to. That's bullying, and that's good. Uh, you know, that's what like, that's build a stronger man. Not. Build a stronger man. Yeah. They were having fun with it. Yeah, well, because that one guy when uh, for the Dolphins when Richie Incognito started screaming at him the whole time, kind of yeah. changed the game. On Richie was a little off. He was calling him terrible. You man. always have that. You and control that. Threatened to kill him a few times. That's different. Yeah, rolling around on the fairway. I'd make you do that if you're like, I'll bring breakfast. I'll have it ready. All right, Brady, that's the deal. And it was a bet from the last game or something. Yeah. You know, I'm not bringing breakfast. Well, then you're going to roll all the way to the ball because you're paying your bet. The only person that doesn't pay bets around here is Toledo. Right? And that's just fantasy football stuff. Big deal. We don't want to watch him roll around. He'd probably go to sleep in the middle of it anyway. <laughs> Just doze off. Dom's going to roll him down the steps one of these days. <laughs> in the, in the, uh, you know what would be fun to watch? A Dom and Toledo roll off. Oh, man. I think i got to put it on Toledo after watching him on that old man speed walk. Think he, so? Yeah, he had, some, he had some muscle there at the end. Might have some rolling skills. I think Dom would break something. Dom well, fell man. off a stationary bike. So, <laughs> technically. But I think once you get that momentum going with Dom, that, that Barney Rubble body is, he's gone. Is it downhill? Was it a flat surface? Because if he's downhill, I'm never. we'll never see Dom it's, again. It's like the cheese roll oh. contest when they just, so they just roll, roll those wheels. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to put Dom on a downhill and a roll. Flat or uphill. And even uphill is dangerous because he's coming back to the road. 
We'll see if we can arrange a roll-off between Toledo and Don <laughs> later. Uh, it's 6.07. Let's get a wake-up song for a city that's smiling. 585-9800. Oh, and by the way, have I said this yet? You, Guy Fieri. Have I said that? <laughs> yeah. You could be listening this morning. It made me so excited when I left the arena and said I can't be in there with him, and I'm getting th- emails and people are uh, texting me like crazy. You, your boy's there. And I'm like, my boy, f- that guy. So I'm thinking to myself, hey, there's an opportunity here for his dumb – talentless ears to hear my voice tell him that he's a dumb talentless and that i hate him that would be awesome if this if somehow or another somebody could tape this and get this to guy fieri i could tell him right now i think you're a talentless and i hate you that'd be great oh john holmberg the name is john holmberg and i hate guy fieri i think a picture with you and gee oh, and facundo whatever his oh name is. you mean facundo Campazzo? yeah yeah at least facundo Campazzo is good at something you know what that would be a picture of, Brady? Uh, three people that don't like each other, and two of them have skills. <laughs> Stupid-ass guy, Fieri. He could be up early somewhere making breakfast for Flavortown. You never know. Oh, he could be listening. Here. That's, and that was the first text I got. He's in a ghost kitchen. Yeah, Flavortown, <laughs> is, Flavortown is in the building. And I'm like, oh, John's got to go. I can't be in Flavortown. Yuck. So, yeah, just I don't know if uh, that went out on the air, so just in case. You, Guy Fieri, I f- hate you. <laughs> you talentless. Oh, I almost said the C word. <laughs> that, that I almost actually blurted. He's the worst. Hey, you eat burgers. Guess what? So does every fat pile of f- in America. We're good at it. You're doing nothing. Guy could have looked over and his buddy's like, that's the dude that's finalist Let's go. West Ooh. Valley. Best personality, air personality. <laughs> oh, did you see? It yeah. was all of us. Yeah. Was, yeah, it was West Valley's best, but we still can't find these circulars. We're getting them sent to us. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, give us a wake-up song, 585-9800. And then if you can, I think that spells out uh, Guy Fieri, if you want to just fire it on <laughs> your phone. Uh, and give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. A giant of limitless power. Limitless power. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.